Under the Helmet. You'll do your thing, all right? Don't be nervous, okay? The show that looks at long-term player value in fantasy football. It's the moment right here. We're going to have to decide what type of team we want to be. Building Dynasties each and every week. I don't even know your name. What's your name? Chad Parsons. I'm telling you, man, you're leading the league in hydration. I got a Dynasty team reaping rewards for the next decade. Find written and premium audio content at uthdynasty.com. Playing it safe in Dynasty means you're going to lose. Stop talking about it, man. Let's get this going right now. Welcome to Under the Helmet. I am Chad Parsons. NFL Draft Week is here. It's been years in the making. If you play Debbie and you've been looking at these prospects in your dynasty leagues from the Debbie lens uh, for years at a time now, and it's been three to four years for those players building their profiles, and it's been three to four months of knee-deep into the pre-draft process here, and now is where the NFL puts their cards on the table. So this is going to be more of a preview show, final thoughts going into the NFL draft later this week. Know that I'm going into my data cave. Uh, so I got a lot of uh, previews here of upcoming content and what to expect from UTH as we get to the Thursday through Saturday gauntlet. And then obviously into rookie drafting season in May. And the goal is always every single year at 100% attendance record so far through the years since 2014 is Everything being updated on the site by the end of the weekend there on Sunday night. Let's get started. I wanted to go over some changing landscape here for a lot of the betting markets and it, it, it takes a lot of the drama out, but you know what? Still plenty of drama to go in the first round on Thursday night. Betting odds as of this recording, we've got Bryce Young, minus 2,000 uh, there over at FanDuel for the 101 selection. So solidifying his status, it feels like it's going to be not very dramatic at the, at the top of the NFL draft board. But surprise, or not really a surprise, but basically reverting back to where we were in January, which is Will Levis, minus 120 as the favorite to go 102, 103, all close between C.J. Stroud, Tyree Wilson, Will Anderson, even Anthony Richardson. So 103 is, to a large degree, how it feels that the draft is starting. Uh, some other quick data points here. Bijan Robinson, the favorite uh, at 108 to go to Atlanta, but it's still plus 240. So certainly not a given there, but 108 feels like the first realistic possibility without a shocker there potentially uh, with maybe a team like Detroit or otherwise. Uh, it seems like Atlanta is the first real shot at number eight for Bijan Robinson to come off the board. At wide receiver, Jackson Smith the Jigba, minus 300 to be the wide receiver one off the board. It seems like wide receiver two through four, how many other wide receivers go in the first round? Those are the biggest variables involved at wide receiver. And then we have Michael Mayer versus Dalton Kincaid. Uh, one of the bigger battles, Bryce Young has that locked up. Bijan Robinson has it locked up. Jackson Smith the Jigba largely has it locked up to be the first of their position off the board. But Mayer versus Kincaid, Mayer a slight favorite, minus 175. Dalton Kincaid, plus 130 uh, to be the tight end one off the board. And then looking at some landing spot specific bets that I saw, we have for Michael Mayer. Plus 350 to go to Dallas is the leading team, and then plus 500 for the Packers. So that's a pretty big range from the mid-teens to the mid to later 20s there for the Dallas Cowboys and uh, those two specific landing spots. But again, not super likely when you look at plus 350, plus 500 respectively. A couple of the random ones I saw of note, we have the Titans as the favorite, plus 200 for Anthony Richardson of any 
given team, Titans from 11 could be in an interesting spot to trade to three. Uh, maybe that's leading to some Anthony Richardson possibilities there uh, at 103, those probabilities I mentioned a minute ago. And uh, again, maybe that's Anthony Richardson slipping. If it's not Will Levis, maybe that is Anthony Richardson. Now I find it hard to believe that he's going to pass through that gauntlet of Atlanta. He's going to pass through the Raiders um, and, and other applicable teams to even get all the way to 11, but we will see. No matter what no matter what we are going by, whether it's betting odds, whether it's mock draft, expected draft position, all of this, there is bound to be surprises in the early part of this draft. And then finally, Quentin Johnston. We want to talk about the Wild West here. No team better than plus 900. So Quentin Johnston right now in terms of trying to connect the the tea leaves for a landing spot, there is absolutely nothing to be gleaned here. Everyone is a dart throw for Quentin Johnston. And frankly, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, wide receiver four, maybe even wide receiver five. Nothing of that spectrum should surprise us to close out this pro- uh, process for the pretty divisive you at uh, TCU wide receiver as mentioned what's on the docket for UTH dynasty content this week for your membership and your premium content first of all live draft schedule and this is something that I really want to thank the UTH VIPs uh, there's a VIP chat room more on that later in the show that uh, I commonly poll or or just have have a general questionnaire about your about their thoughts. Uh, they're some of the most d- dedicated and successful dynasty owners on the planet and frankly in my inner circle. Uh, we talk on a daily and weekly basis uh, there in the chat room about all things dynasty. And I, I had really had mixed emotions about I, I've always done a live draft show and th- th- what I was thinking about this year is you know doing three, four hours on on Thursday night, and then doing you know the same about maybe three and a half four hours on Friday night, I thought to myself, is that the most efficient thing to do? Because being on air, being quote unquote on, is a major responsibility. And frankly, you know, interviewing others, having great conversations, of course, with guys like Tim Torch and Jordan McNamara, Katie Flower in, in previous years. And I, I just thought to myself that you know doing the hosting, doing doing all of that that uh, legwork during the draft itself means that I can do minimal on the back end. You know, there, there's no timeouts. There's no, uh, there, there's no other than just passing along the conversation, being John Stockton, passing the ball and, and producing that live content, which, which is great. You know, we get dozens of people that are listening live and it, and it really is uh, a way to say thank you and, and hang out uh, during the draft. I've had so many people during over the years say, hey, we put the TV on mute and we have UTH going and it's awesome. Thank you so much. But what I've decided, I'm going to try this out this year. Basically, I am going to be on call. And what I'm going to do is put out these shorter podcasts, could be three minutes, could be five minutes, could be a 10-minute show about landing spots. And basically, it's gonna, they're going to come out in in short order, meaning you know, if Bryce Young goes 101, there's going to be a podcast out. It, it, it may be produced and, and put onto the UTH premium podcast feed. So that goes to all subscribers that are signed up on their podcasting devices. Now, it's not going to go as an individual listing uh, and, and an individual uh, 
post on the site. However, so you're going to have to be dialed into that feed, which again, uh, I would say 80% of UTH subscribers are a part of that as a general manager plus subscriber. And they're, they're signed up and they're attached to any podcast app they want. Um, but it's going to come out in your feed. So Bryce Young, you know, reaction podcast, uh, you know, breaking down his profile, breaking down uh, his dynasty value and, and all those types of things is going to be out. And, and frankly, 102 or even or, or 103 may not even be on the clock yet. So I, I'm going to record these and put them out and I can really turn it around. So the idea here is to uh, put out shows on every single skill position player for, for round one. And I'm going to have a show for that. Um, and, and honestly might have uh, a couple where it's actually a quick recording with someone else. So open to that possibility as well, but they're going to be individual shows. It's almost going to be little snippets. It's going to be almost chapters of what the live draft show would be because we would be sitting there reacting to those picks the same way, but it would be connected. And frankly, to render that file, it's three and a half, four hours. The fact that you would not, you know, we kind of have to fast forward through and find the right spots of, you know, of us. Obviously, sometimes for 30 minutes at a time, 40 minutes at a time, there's going to be no skill position player selected. So I just think I'm going to try this out this year, see what the reaction is. Most people uh, were, were very much thumbs up and supportive of this concept. So I'm going to try it out. That's going to be, again, on UTH uh, Podcast Premium. Uh, so you want to sign up this week if you've been listening to this show. And again, the live show used to be a part for for um, subscribers as well, subscribers only. So this year, again, if you want all those reaction shows, and then at the end of round one, I'm going to do a position-by-position position summary. So you're going to get four shows that are connected to the entire roadmap and, and just having a little more time to digest after three, four hours of the whole picture of round one coming together. So we're going to start to talk about round one uh, and and frankly, how rookie drafting is coming together as well. So that's the, the, the plan, the roadmap for later this week in round one. The plan is probably to bunch players a little bit more for night two, for rounds three, two and three of the NFL draft. So it's not going to be every single player gets their own show, but there probably are going to be some players that get their own show. So it's going to be the same concept. So there may be 30 shows that come out between Thursday night and Friday night, uh, as opposed to seven, eight hours of two giant mega shows is what I'll say. So again, really looking forward to that. Uh, there's going to be some early big board assessments on, on where we stand for that. And again, Thursday night and Friday night. That's what you're getting from UTHDynasty.com this year for the live draft content. And then day three, just know that I'm going to be in my bubble, uh, the data cave all weekend uh, over here on the West Coast. So specific Pacific time zone, uh, three hours earlier, I think that's only going to help. It's going to be basically breakfast time when the draft is kicking off on Saturday. And that's just going to jumpstart me and get more, more done on Saturday and then on into Sunday where, again, the goal is always to get done with everything. Uh, by the end of draft weekend, whether it's the UTH NFL draft guide, post-draft update, as well as everything on the site from dynasty rankings by position, the big boards, the trade calculator, all of that needs to be ready to go because there are people drafting as soon as Sunday, as well as a, especially Monday is a common draft start for your rookie and annual draft centric leagues there in your dynasty portfolio. I want to go over one big thought as I get here. You know, we have the last 
48, 72 hours uh, leading up to this NFL draft. And there's been so many machinations, you know, last two, three weeks before the draft is usually where a lot of dump truck uh, data points and, and thoughts and twists come out that could be true could also be lying season and false. So uh, at each position, just one overarching thought. And I, I will leave you with this at the quarterback position, which is just be uh, be open to the possibilities is what I will say. That if you're not 101, being 102 versus 105 versus 108, 110, there isn't a big historical difference. The NFL struggles to get this ordering right at the quarterback position. Now, 101 has an advantage. The interesting part I found when going over breakout rates and and how career arcs look is 101s actually have a longer leash. They don't break out in, in year one, year two as often as other lesser draft pedigrees. Now, part of that is they get more allegiance and then the other uh, the others are generally re- replaced or not given as many opportunities in year three, year four as 101s if they aren't on a quality success track. So if Bryce Young is the 101, yes, he needs to be in, in super flex and premium formats, the uh, QB1 for our dynasty purposes as well. Now, QB2 through QB4, or whoever else is in that bucket of the top 15 or 16, top half of round one, that is where there's going to be more nuance. There's going to be shooting for upside. There's going to be looking at profiles and and looking at that. And I will say one other thing, which is it's all about ceiling in one quarterback leagues. So again, if Bryce Young is the 101, I will still say that he may not be the 101 in one quarterback leagues uh, if you have looked at the pre-draft uh, big board there for UTH that he is not the 101 and that is still assuming that he is going to be the first quarterback off the board in the NFL draft. But the others in Superflex, again, uh, you know, going 102 versus 110, not a big historical advantage there. Moving on to the running back position, already mentioned about some possible landing spots and uh, outcomes there and betting odds for Bijan Robinson as running back one. Uh, I think the critical questions are how many day two running backs? How much is that going to populate things in one quarterback leagues and and rookie drafts especially? Uh, It came out and we'll see how much of an impact this had, uh, will have, is Sean Tucker. Does he have a a medical condition that he got cleared but also saying that it's going to impact where he's on a lot of NFL draft boards? I don't know. He's a big time talent. He's a day two running back uh, profile for me through and through. We'll see if he plummets, and that's going to be a you know play taps pour one out for for Sean Tucker uh, Devi shares if he ends up plummeting to late day three or undrafted because of this, or if it really derails his NFL career. But I'm rooting for him. Uh, I think he's the biggest question mark player. We also have Dwayne McBride who didn't actually work. He he worked out, but he didn't test during the draft process, so that's a bit of a question mark. Uh, there's just a a lot of names and, and and frankly it's a little sad because i think there's gonna be more that that uh lose out miss out that around four around five guys as opposed to breaking into day day two so that's the the biggest question there and then i think jameer gibbs you know he's the one guy that's pretty much a, a fringe of a, a you know, round one versus round two line that is a critical drop off historically so if he gets round one you know wheels up and he, I, I saw some april rookie drafts where he was going for a, a sturdy value 
Um, and 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 those that got him in the mid first of those leagues will be handsomely rewarded if he ends up scraping in and going in the first round. Now, I think the other interesting part is if he goes round two, what's the gap between Gibbs, Charbonnet, Bigsby, um, other options like that? How high does Achain go? So I think that cluster right there, and is Gibbs close to the peloton, if you will, uh, in, a, in, a, in a bicycle race term, but uh, does he have separation? Because, you know, profile-wise, he's excellent. But if the pedigree is not very different, it'll be interesting to see potential pedigree arbitrage opportunities in your rookie drafts. Take a minute, tell you about UTH Patreon. So this is a different, exclusive, and totally unique content coming out of UTH. Uh, If I could describe it. I would say this, that it is a way to get behind the curtain on a lot of UTH content, future projects, research information. Right now, I'm adding to the tight end projection model, how I'm spending a little bit of my extra free time. And guess where I go first to give my takeaways that ultimately down the line becomes content and and podcasts and articles and charts and blends into the the backdrop of of analysis for UTH. But you get the thoughts early. You get it right away. You get the shifts in profiles, all the studies um, and, and everything. You get it right in the chat, stream of consciousness as I'm going through things because really it's my sounding board. Um, it's also the uh, the vault as I as I uh, m- mention it like Seinfeld where it just it goes into the vault. Uh, the, the VIP chat room is my vault uh, where again I mentioned earlier in the show dozens of the best dynasty owners on the planet. We come together. It, it's not like a typical message board. Uh, it, it is so positive. Um, everyone is helping everyone else. I'm in there many times every day answering questions. When I have a few free moments, what do I do? I check the VIP chat room for questions, for topics to provide and, and provide value for those subscribers. Just had someone that uh, recently joined over the last two, three days, and they outlined already if the, the aggregate result of a few trades they've made. And they just said, you know, having that clarity uh, and, and, you know, this this chat is amazing, they basically said, and I've, I've transformed my team instantly with, with some of the early moves I've been able to make. And even, you know, the, the league is like, well, trading is off limits with this guy, you know, basically saying that that he's jumped up in the power rankings of his league already. Uh, so that was really awesome to hear. And, and we hear stories like that all the time where we're all making deals at all times. I can't wait to see what it's like this year with a record number in, in, the, in the chat room as we go through our collective rookie drafts, sharing information, sharing stories, should I trade up, where's the teardrops, and all of that in our respective leagues and formats. Um, so, so that's the biggest thing is the VIP chat room. And I mentioned before that if you sign up for, you know, it's a rolling 30 days of access at an all pro level at UTH, uh, at patreon.com slash UTH, you're going to get a free copy. If you sign up in the next few days, you're going to get a pre-draft copy of the UTH NFL draft guide for 2023. And then especially, as I mentioned, by the end of the weekend coming up next Sunday, you're going to get a post-draft copy, which is going to have expanded, uh, obviously, a strategy component to your leagues. Where do you want to get to? It's going to have early ADP that I've called from subscribers over the weekend. So you're going to have the best information as early as humanly possible for your rookie drafts. And of course, you can use that for uh, finding value values among the rookies for your startup drafts as well. But really, that rookie draft, you're going to have your best season of clarity and where to move, how to move 
in your rookie drafts and when to trade out. Uh, you know, having that decision-making matrix, as I've discussed in previous weeks, is the biggest mover, chain mover that I've seen uh, and that I've created in the dynasty space since the trade calculator, in my humble opinion. So again, you get that for free and you also get access to the VIP chat by signing up to patreon.com slash UTH, as well as all the patron content. For example, this week on the feature show, talking with Tim Torch, who's on there basically every week other than the, the weeks he's on here. And we're talking about our exit now players at each skill position before the NFL draft. So you're going to get two uh, it's almost like Noah's Ark. You're going to get two quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. It's a final to-do list in your dynasty leagues for trading in the closing days before the NFL draft. And every week we got an overtime show. This week we break down our top three burger toppings and top three gas station or road trip snacks. So you're going to get uh, that. That's another fun thing about Patreon. You get to behind the curtain a little bit with Tim Torch, myself, uh, had uh, who you heard with uh, – with Keith, I think it was last week or the week before here on the UTH Weekly Show, talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, we were talking about our top football movies of all time over there as the overtime section for Patreon. So you get all that, plus you get, obviously, Dynasty-centric content at patreon.com slash UTH. Moving on to wide receiver and some of my last download thoughts is... Yes, it's a small class, you know, but I'm really watching the big guys. You know, I mentioned Quentin Johnston with his betting odds. He could go anywhere and everywhere. I've seen things like Minnesota there, but it seems like somewhere in the 18 plus, you know, mid first, but really the second half of the round, a really rare player when you look at his size, but especially what he can do after the catch. I mean, he don't break in my model in terms of 0.38 missed tackles um, per reception, which is I mean, 50% higher than anyone else in this class projected to get drafted. And his A dot of over 15, you put that together, and he had 19 yards per catch. Uh, just a really rare. Uh, profile in terms of the range he has, but especially what he offers for his size after the catch. So he's the one that I really want to see what happens. And then again, other bigger prototypical players, rising players. We have Cedric Tillman, who seemed to be the flavor, the the name of the uh, a few weeks ago. Where I still think you know the lowest he goes is maybe the very early third round, you know something like 65, 70 overall. But I think he has a really good chance to go in the top 50, earlier side of round two. So he's the next one with legitimate size, a perimeter player. And then the other one is Jonathan Mingo. He's now the one of the hottest names of the past week or so that you see on Twitter and on some big box sites. Speak, you know, talking up his 6-2-220 frame. He tested well. 95% athlete, has good enough production, 51% in my projection model. And again, a player that can win after the catch. Now, again, I, I really wanted to see better production numbers. Why did he not dominate? The drop rate is a little high. Um, and he, he frankly didn't do enough in terms of breaking and, and eluding tacklers. But he has that prototypical prototypical thick frame and those are the three guys in my opinion of are we going to get Quentin Johnson you know firmly in round one are we going to get uh, Cedric Tillman rising to early round two and Jonathan Mingo has a good chance to get into round two as well but wide range of outcomes for all three big prototypical wide receivers there and at tight end 
This is one, as I mentioned, adding to the projection model. And that's where you're going to get the thoughts over at Patreon in terms of what I find, how things are shifting, especially for the 2023 class. That's going to be incorporated to the final data as we get past the NFL draft to a working draft plan. It's going to be a great year for those tight end premium and two tight end formats as well. And so my, my biggest thought here is Michael Mayer versus Dalton Kincaid please don't get wrapped up in draft position because neither one is going to get elite enough, you know, top five, top 10 of the NFL draft to say that you need to have, uh, oh, whoever goes higher, that's who I'm going to draft. Because a lot of times, whoever goes second could be getting the better quarterback, could be getting the better uh, offense in general. So, uh, you know, if you go in the mid-teens, maybe you go to Washington. Maybe you're going to Green Bay with Jordan Love. But you know what? You go in the 20s, what if you're going to Cincinnati? What if you're going to Buffalo? What if you're going to Dallas? So those connections to quarterbacks uh, are much stronger. So that would be something that I would monitor with Michael Mayer versus Dalton Kincaid specifically. And then that round one versus round two line is a critical one. And does someone like, again, I think in the vein of Jameer Gibbs, Darnell Washington has the best shot by looking at expected draft position of 37 for him to get into round one. But you have wild cards like Sam Laporta. You also have Luke Musgrave, uh, all projected in the top 50. So what's going to be the flavor? What's going to be the taste? Sam Laporta being one that has produced quite well uh, compared to the others. You know, he has more than double the career yards. He actually has more yards than Luke Musgrave and Darnell Washington combined. Uh, in their respective and equal of career touchdowns. Musgrave has missed a lot of times, and Darnell Washington has not produced to a very high level when you look at competition for targets, but also just he's not, he, he was not uh, garnering a ton of work there. So very interesting profiles there between Washington, Musgrave, and Laporta. And then, and then you also have strong profiles like Zach Kuntz, Luke Schoonmaker, big-time athlete that's gaining some steam for day two and maybe even round two, and Tucker Craft as well. So again, the tight end position, you really want to put them in buckets. And, and again, in round one, where is going to be the value and overall i think the volume is going to be there while i have some pause with recommending you know any high price points because of the positional value not being there in a traditional stock ppr start one format in your rookie drafts i do think that this is going to be a banner year for premium formats starting in the later first round of your rookie drafts and then going into round two, maybe even round three with some of these profiles. There's just so many tight ends of intrigue to take this year that have a shot to get top 100 pedigree. Final preview here of UTH content is over at UTHDynasty.com. I mentioned it a few weeks ago, but six new formats in the UTH trade calculator to have your best trading season ever. You can sign up over, you get a free preview uh, at with a GM plus membership as well. And what you're going to get is over 20 custom built formats. And a lot of the new formats feature versions of tight end premium. So if you've, if you've joined something that's two PPR, if you join something that's start two with premium scoring, these are the types of formats that you're not going to find anywhere else out there in the dynasty space, custom built to the format. And now you have a weapon. 
in your toolbox, as I always like to say, that now you can utilize. It has a slider that includes ADP considerations. It also looks at, uh, obviously, UTH values, age values, and their sliders for rebuilding, contending, and frankly, you're always contending, and neutral settings for your league. So you get a free preview, or you can just sign up for a one-month, three-month, or 12-month membership to the Trade Calculator alone. So get that free preview by signing up to the content at UTH dynasty.com as well. And recent content over there, I did a strategy session uh, podcast as well as a startup draft trade matrix going over ADP versus UTH values and looking at some ideal trading scenarios in your Superflex startup drafts. And frankly, I don't think a lot's going to change that post NFL draft. So you can apply that to your summer summer off-season startups here in the next few months as a callback here. So again, sign up to patreon.com slash UTH if you want to support the show, get additional content. And frankly, the features are so pronounced to sign up right now. I've had a record number of signups in April. And you know why? People want the free draft guide. Why wouldn't you want that draft guide? And again, you want to be in the VIP chat around this draft weekend and your rookie drafts coming up in May as well. So if you want to have basically coaching and a collaborative effort to have your best rookie drafting uh, amount of clarity, trading, and results you've ever had, this is the time to get into the VIP chat room. This is the time to get the UTH draft guide for 2023. And this is the time to get all the Patreon content over the next 30 days. And you can just try it out for yourself. Thanks so much for listening this week. We are finally here with the NFL draft. Went over some of those odds. The first pick, maybe even the second pick. There might not be a lot of drama here, but you know what? There's going to be fireworks. The fact that we have tied it, we have all four positions with potentially multiple players in round one means exciting stuff, regardless of the format and regardless of what your rookie drafting scenarios are. There's going to be something for everyone. I'm Chad Parsons. Until next time, never settle, refuse to be average, and keep building those dice. I think we should go as long as possible and not mention the, the word draft one time. What do you think? <laughs> I just lost my man boner.